Uh, playing with Anki is one of the best players in the world, and I uh, just go to the net and put my on the ice, and it, uh, it makes it a really easy game for me. This is episode 11 of the Vanderson Canucks podcast. My name is Eagle Anderson, and I'm joined by my brother, the Canucks savant, Mason. How are you doing today? Doing well, Eags. Doing well. Right on. We're recording. It's Friday, February 23rd. We're going to get into the Canucks games from the week, but first we're going to talk about the forgotten one. That's the weekly segment where I bring up an obscure Canucks player. Mason can blurt out an answer whenever. I'm going to give him a lot of hints, and then we'll see how long it takes him to find out what the is. Then we're going to go over the Canucks games. We're going to talk about uh, Archie Baines, and then we're going to, in honor of Archie Baines, we're going to go over the best undrafted Canucks players ever. And, uh, yeah, it should be a fun, fun episode. Any questions before we get started, Big Dog? You know I got none. Uh, so for the forgotten one, this one is probably the toughest one, but also you are a smart cookie, so I think you'll get it. Uh, he never played a game for the Vancouver Canucks. He also never played an AHL game for the Vancouver Canucks, but he was drafted by Vancouver and he did sign an entry level deal. He was drafted in the fifth round back in two thousand eight. I and got re- a, I got a guess. Is it Prob Ray? <laughs> yeah, it's Prob Ray. Um, Prob Ray. Yeah. How did you figure that? <laughs> well, Archdeep Baines just made his debut. I know Probray, 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 right. I'm a, I remember him. East Indian, same ethnicity, kind of. He's been in the news over the last year. He's doing some fraud stuff, and uh, I know he never played a game for the Canucks. I don't remember if he ever played in the AHL. And I think he was a fifth round pick. This is you know how it goes. You know how it goes in here. You are a smart pick. Yeah, I picked him because he's also another man of Indian descent. He is also from Surrey, British Columbia. Mm-hmm. He was drafted by the Canucks. There was a bit of hype when he was playing well, but then. Unfortunately, it never worked out, and I believe it was due to um, injuries that he never actually played a AHL game with him. So, in drafted in two thousand eight, fifth round, one hundred and thirty first overall, he signed a three year entry level deal in March two thousand ten. He played really good at the at the Young Stars, the Young Stars Showcase or whatever that's called, and that's when he kind of started making a name for himself. And then three months after he signed his contract with the Canucks, he was rear-ended while driving his Mercedes Benz with his mom. And he had a back injury that prevented him from playing that entire season. And then he kind of just fell off. He played a couple seasons in the ECHL. He officially retired in 2015. This year he was, I, I don't believe the case ever got resolved. Like if there's a, a verdict if he's guilty or not. But let me just go to the news article so I don't slander this man. Um <laughs> The 34-year-old ex-pro hockey player has been charged with fraud allegedly involving millions of dollars following an investigation by the Surrey RCMP Financial Crimes Unit. Uh, the investigation began in 2021, and then it ran till this year. And it was in the summer of this year, so August. Uh, he faced allegations of also defrauding a realtor of more than $2.8 million in a civil lawsuit. It's a lot of, uh, a lot of issues surrounding this man, legal issues. Hopefully they get resolved and he was not uh, part of it, but supposedly they've been investigating for the past three years and he's now dealing with that. He's 34 years old, hasn't played since 2015. Do we think he's going to make a comeback? We hope so. We hope so. We, we always hope, hope so. so. Hopefully he can deal with his legal <laughs> issues. Any, uh, what's your biggest Prob Rai memory? Biggest Prob Rai memory. Well, I thought his name was Prob Ray this whole time. It but, could be. Uh, it could be. It's probably Rai. Um, I remember when I was young and watching the Canucks, I remember a couple of times they had some like video packages for him in like the intermission. 
you know, they do that. They'll pump up some of their prospects. I remember that. Yeah, he was. I knew he was from like Vancouver or Surrey or whatever. And uh, he never played the chow. That's all I know about him, pretty much. Yeah, that's tough. I was surprised he never played uh, any AHL games. I was also surprised when you told me that. I figured he would have. But yeah, and they signed him. They signed him to an entry level deal too in 2010, and that was after his. I guess he balled out, and that's why there's a bit of hype surrounding him in the young stars preseason training camp whatever that is he played really well and then he got into his car accident but uh let's get into the games from the week mason for the past two weeks i guess we haven't recorded the show a little bit uh they're on a four-game losing skid what's going on well i'll be honest with the eggs i've only been able to watch two and a half of these four games because of been busy during the times but uh yeah don't know i watched the last half of the game yesterday it's cracking they look bad. They did I'll look bad. You, you, you tell me about it. You watched all the game yesterday. Yeah, it's just uh, not a lot of bright spots. A lot of guys just not playing very well. Patterson's been kind of invisible. Lindholm, I feel like he hasn't been playing super well. Besser's kind of been looking a little slower than usual. Their defense hasn't been looking great. Maybe it's because they have like guys like Susie and Joshua injured. They're out. Maybe that's impacting them. I don't know. No one's no one's looking like they got a lot of pep in their step. I guess the other day, Casey Smith had a had a tough game if you let in 10 goals. Benko's been playing fine. Don't have a lot of pep in their step. Their power play is a big one. Their power play is absolutely garbage. They didn't have any yesterday. And I think going into that game, they were one for like the last 24. So yeah, I think I've I seen a stat. I think over the last eight or nine games or something, they've scored one or 10 games. They scored one power play goal and given up, given up two shorthanded goals. That is tough, yeah. And they tried, like, they brought in Fronick to play on the power play with Hughes yesterday. That didn't really work. What do you think of that? Yeah, I seen their, uh, I think I had two power plays when I was watching. They looked horrible. There's Bob on the, they didn't look, they just look like they've lost all their confidence on it. Yeah, I don't really understand why either because they were, they're so good. Their team, that should be one of their best weapons, should be their power play. They have such a good power play unit on paper. Not lately. Talk, it said, uh, you see his post game? Yeah. He said it, came, it doesn't come down to talent or whatever. It comes down to hard work, and the other team just wanted it more than them. He would actually he uh, crapped from the players a bit. You watch? You didn't watch his post game? Yeah, I watched pieces. Right. I see. I seen like a couple clips. I didn't watch the entirety of it. Yeah, he said at the start he wasn't going to say much or whatever, but then he kind of ripped his players quite a bit. Basically, he said they weren't really working hard. Four or five guys been completely invisible for like four or five games, <laughs> and he said. I don't know. He's just ripping on them pretty hard. Do you think that's unwarranted? There's still time. For no, time. I like. He didn't like single out anyone. Said he wasn't going to single out anyone individually. But um, no, I don't know. I think he's just holding them accountable. Yeah, good. you know who has been playing good though? JT Miller's been playing super good. Yeah, he's been scoring a lot of goals lately, eh? Hmm, five on five too. Just yeah. He, hey, you see Garland? Did uh, you watch the Garland fight? You got beat up by Tanov yesterday. Yeah, I like that. <laughs> I like that a lot. Yeah, and he got dummy pretty good too. He had, he got one <laughs> shot in. Yeah, um, I like how he dropped gloves. That was awesome. I, I um, think when when Joshua comes back, that'll help because that line was such a uh, it was just so consistent. Their third line, yeah. Even if their top six wasn't playing good, they had you know they're going to go out there and give it their all and score yeah. a goal every game ish. Yeah, they're so consistent, eh? Um, I think it's going to up Joshua's value even more now that he's out and they're sucking, they're missing him. In. I think so. Yeah, his value is probably – I wonder what he's going to get in the offseason. You think it's going to be in the threes or not? is that too high? Well, he's got 26 points, I believe. He, it depends how he finishes. If he finishes above 30 points, he's this big giant guy. They do well in the playoffs. I, I think it depends how yeah. the season finishes out. As it stands, I'm guessing he would get less than three. Yeah. 
talk it said the other day he's their best uh wall player player along, along the wall he's definitely got a bit of a unique skill set especially for the canucks team eh? they don't really have anyone like him mm-hmm, big time do you think they should resign him in the offseason do you think they should yeah, even I, if they have to pay three mil uh oh, i don't know because the guy they have so many free agents but i heard i seen an article the other day and it said the canucks are gonna from all like that level of uh, UFAs, although they're UFAs, they're going to prioritize uh, Bluger, I heard. Oh, interesting. And I thought that was interesting because I thought Suter could kind of just replace Bluger-ish, right? They're both centers slash wingers. Kind of replace him, and they got Suter for another year cheap. But, yeah, I don't know. That's what I read. I guess they love him. The management all knows him and stuff. He's pretty. He's a pretty handy player, too. Yeah, yeah. He's probably going to want to pay racing. Yeah, the Canucks uh, playing rough lately. They look a little beat up too. I think they're in a stretch. They're playing ten games in seventeen nights right now. Yeah, and they were just on the road. Now they're head back home. Do you think they? Uh, think they're just beat down. They just need a little break. It's probably a combat. That's probably part of it. But they also, I'm, I'm actually not glad they're losing games. But it's good to face. They haven't really faced any adversity all year. Right? They've been really consistent. Like they haven't really faced a ton of uh, adversity. And I'd rather them face some adversity and come through it. Before the playoffs, I would ra- I would rather them lose four in a row in the regular season than four in a row in the playoffs. I'll tell you that right now. Oh, that's fair. That's what the broadcaster said last night. He said the Bruins last year had the best record ever, but they only lost three games in a row. This is their longest losing streak in the season. Yeah, same with Tampa. Remember that uh, Tampa Bay team that JT Miller was on, and they they had like the best record or tied the best record ever at the time, and they got swept by the Blue Jackets in the first round. Yes, maybe they just need a little. Um, Kicking the get ass. over it now and then in the playoffs they'll be fine. Yeah, they, they play the Bruins on our yeah on Saturday. I was just looking at their schedule. I think they got twenty three games left now in the season. Mm-hmm. I think most of them are at home, but pretty tough games too. They play the Bruins on Saturday, which is I don't know why it's in Vancouver, right? But it's at yeah. it's at like uh it's at five o'clock my time, four o'clock your time, which is weird. I don't know why that is. Yeah, I hate those earlier games, but that'll be a really tough one, especially the last game against the Bruins. They got cooked four out. Yeah, I think the Bruins lost the Flames last night. Oh, did they? Oh, good. I think well, so. Maybe, that'll be uh, that's a big opportunity there. If they get that game, that's a big uh, big win to have under the belt. Yeah, and then they they do have a tough schedule. The Penguins, they play yeah. the Kings a handful of times. They play the Golden Knights a couple more times. Yeah, they got a, like the whole rest of the way. I think they got pretty. They play the Jets a couple more times. They got a pretty yeah. tough schedule. That's good though. I'd rather them have a tougher schedule, like teams wise, like play good teams going to the playoffs rather than playing like the Sharks and the Blackhawks a lot. As long as no one gets hurt. Yeah, as long as no one gets hurt. Um they haven't faced like any injuries of any of their big guys this year. I know. I was just looking at their thing, like no one's been hurt for like a stretch at all. Um and now we got except for well, none of their big guys have Susie's been out a lot. <laughs> yeah, but no one no one in their top yeah, six, no huge. None of their elite guys. No, if if Hughes got hurt, that would screw him, eh? Oh, that would be uh, or De- if Demko was out, man, you think Casey DeSmith can uh, man uh, the ice back thing? He's got a losing record now, eh? And his uh, numbers dropped below 900 save percentage after that Minnesota game. Do you think they need anything else at the deadline? You think they're they gonna, got- I, I guarantee you, they're gonna make at least a minor trade or two, but yeah. I wouldn't be, I wouldn't be surprised if they made another like semi big trade. I heard they're still in on Tanov. Well, don't Tanner, they give Brandon. up a first round pick? Is the speculation that well, that's what Calgary's holding out for. They really want a first rounder, but no team's bit so far. But I heard, I think Toronto's in the mix. Toronto really needs another defenseman. 
Edmonton's in the mix, from what I hear. Dallas and uh, Vancouver. Well, I heard the Canucks. I heard the Canucks are worried. Well, that's what their fort say. They're worried. They don't want the Oilers or like the Stars to get Tanev. So you think they'll go after Tanev? You think they'll get him? I don't know. Well, it's just weird. Like if they if they're if they would have to. I, th- I would think if they get Tanev, they don't have any money. They don't barely have any money. They would probably want to move one of their defensemen out. I would think. Who do we get rid of? Get rid of Zadorov. Uh, Zadorov has. He hasn't played the best lately. I like Zadorov though. Yeah, probably Myers, maybe Cole, but I doubt it. I don't think he's here. No, he's won Stanley. Yeah, he's won Stanley Cups, and he's just he can play both sides. Maybe Myers, but I don't know. It seems like it'd be a pretty complicated thing to do. I would. Yeah. I, I, and they honestly, they could still use another top six forward because they got four legit top six forwards. They got two spots that are just like. Hoaglander's there right now, and I think Archdeep Baines was playing with Bester and Miller yesterday. Yeah, that's true. But, I mean, they have guys that can kind of – they don't have any true top six guys, but they have guys that can kind of fill in. Like, yeah, Baines, they have Baines a lot of guys. Baines can fill in. You can put Suter in there. He can score some goals playing with Miller and Bester. Yeah. You can throw McKay- Hoaglander in there. Mikheyev. Mikheyev yeah. if he gets going. Um, like, they do have guys that can fill in, but it would be um, – it would be nice to have another top six. What do you think of Lindholm so far? Since Canucks made that trade, they've been going down the pooper. <laughs> yeah. Find my language. Uh, he had a couple of real strong games where he got some points. Yeah. He almost looks in some of their bad games. He doesn't look bad or anything. He just looks invisible. Like, I, I didn't even notice him yesterday, really. And a couple of the other games, too. But he doesn't look bad at all. Like, when he's not, when they're not playing well and he's not playing well, he doesn't really look bad. He kind of just looks invisible. And I guess he's not supposed to be a game breaker. He's not Hughes or Patterson. He is just. But yeah. I mean, if, if they are going to pay him, how much do you think he'd get in the offseason? Eight million, seven million? Uh, dep- yeah, it depends Nine on the million? contract. He's probably going to want like between seven and eight, I would think. Uh, I think he's been fine to invisible sometimes, but I don't know. I still like the trade for Lindholm. I think if they go on a run, he's going to be a big part of it. Uh, I would. I think they're for sure going to add something to the deadline. Wouldn't be shocked if they made a like a uh Significant piece like a Tanev, or I like the Foley. If they get another top six four, I'd love if they got the Foley from the Devils. If the Devils are out of it, even if they don't add a significant piece, they're definitely gonna fill the cracks with some minor depth moves. Is R.C. Baines the answer to this issue? Do you think? I don't think so. I think he's probably gonna get a couple more games up, and they'll probably send him back down. What do you think of his play so far? Two games. Well, I, well, I, uh, I missed the Colorado game because I had basketball or whatever and then only watched half the game yesterday but i he looked good he made a couple nice plays like sound plays when i watched yesterday and i hear he's been playing pretty solid yeah he's looked uh he's looked pretty smart he hasn't made any big mistakes he's got some he's been out there competing maybe it's just because of his first few games but he's been out there he looks he looks really solid he looks like he's made some good good passes he had a couple good scoring opportunities too he didn't get anything to go but with, um with their uh all their UFAs next year. You think he's got a he's gonna be a lock on their like bottom six next year or what? Yeah, I think you get so, a bet on sure. it. Yeah, I think I think you bring up him and Pod Colson and you fill some cracks. Yeah, they got Linus Carlson's been playing a couple games here and there for him too. See Jet Wu's got called up. He hasn't played yet, but he's got called up a couple times. I like that. Yeah, I hope they get him a game soon. I watched his brother Jonas play actually. Ever became a regular in the team, even if he's just like a third pair, number six, seven guy, he would definitely be a fan favorite. You ever watch Goon? Yes. You know the Asian doctor guy who's on their team? Yeah. That's his dad. That's his dad? Was the actor? Oh, yeah. Look it up after. That's funny. What were we talking about? Yeah, Canucks face some adversity now. Good for him. You know what? 
their feet. They lost four games in a row, right? It's looking kind of bleak. I believe they're still first in the league. Yeah, they're tied with Boston, 80 points. Yeah, so that'll be a big game Saturday then. Yeah, I don't know. Adversity's good. Build some character. I agree. I think they'll probably get through it. and They're not missing the playoffs anyways, even if they lose 10 in a row. But they really got to hold that first in that division. That's the most important thing, I think, as far as standings. I don't think they will. They've got space. Vegas, I don't man. really even care about the president's trophy. I just want them to stay first in their division. Or who'd Vegas lose to? They got smoked by Toronto yesterday, like 6-2 or something, didn't they? Or 7-2? Yeah, so they're not playing too well right now. Yeah, keep stay first in the division. And we're good. We're Gucci. Maybe uh, maybe the answer's on its way. Maybe it's Phil Castle. Have you heard any updates about him in the past week, week and a half? I haven't seen anything since the initial clips of him working out in Abbotsford. Yeah. He's still there. Yeah, he is. I heard something yesterday. I seen like a little clip it or a snippet. I didn't even really read it. That they like blocked footage of people putting it out there of him or something like that. <laughs> I don't know what that's all about. But yeah, I think he's still still down Abbotsford, chipping away. That's funny. Could he be the answer? Could he be the top six guy to fill in? I don't know. Who knows what he looks like? He scored. Did he score like fourteen goals? He scored like thirty six points still last year in Vegas, eh? In a limited role. In the regular season, the year before he had like 50 or something in Arizona. I don't know. It wouldn't hurt to add him. Teddy Bluger, who played with him in Vegas last year, for they both got acquired or Bluger got acquired by Vegas at the deadline. He said he's one of his favorite teammates ever. <laughs> and he only played with him for a couple months. Maybe they're missing Kuzmanko in the dressing room. I think that yeah, could he's be a it. happy guy. Yeah. I yeah. Think so. Could be. Bring him uh, bring, yeah. Bring in Castle to replace him, dressing room wise. I'm <laughs> yeah, straight. I'm straight. Okay. Best undrafted Canucks players ever in honor of Archie Baines, a young undrafted guy. Also, one more thing on Baines I wanted to say. Mm-hmm. I saw a clip of a, of a news article from two years ago, and it mm-hmm. was Connor Bedard talking about him in the WHL, mm. and he called him the best passer in the WHL. And that's uh, that's high praise. Hopefully one day we see Baines, Bedard, and Lekaramak in the Canucks first line. Yeah, first the, line. What, the, what do you think? Well, how about Bedard, Baines, and Prop Rye? That'd be a hell of a line. Yeah. I I bless. I don't know. Or 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 uh or Cody Hodgson. He scored a goal yesterday, first pro goal in eight years. Oh yeah, is he still giving it a try? Yeah, yeah he played like three games in the HL. He just scored yesterday. Oh good. Um yeah, best undrafted Canucks ever. Your uh your pick. I don't and know. Then, the only guy that comes to mind, the only guy that comes to mind is Alex Burroughs. And he's for sure the best ever in your uh I can't even think of who else is undrafted. Well, I, I've, I've got a list here. We'll go down. I think Burrell's has got to be number one. That's uh, that's a heck of a pickup because he he came in. He was just a depth guy, first line guy. Yeah, he wasn't even he wasn't even dra- he wasn't even drafted in like the OHL or junior or anything. He's worked his way up from like the ECHL, AHL, NHL, and he worked his way up from like fourth line penalty killer to like playing with the Sedins all those years. Best goal what a, what a story. Yeah, that's awesome. He's uh is he still assistant coach for the Canadians? Canadians? Yeah. Yes, one day, do you think we ever see a Canucks bench of Kevin BX a head coach, Burroughs assistant coach, and Ryan Kessler, Maholter out there? Sure, Luongo general manager, eh? Yeah, that's the dream. That's the dream. Yeah. All those guys from that twenty eleven team actually have went on for the majority of them went on to do actual things yeah. outside of just playing. Yeah, twins working for the Canucks. Uh, Melhotra's, yeah, you already said Melhotra's coach or whatever. Higgins is um, in coaching too. Yeah. Hanson's in the media. Yeah. 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 Higgins with the Canucks. Uh, Samuelson uh, is with the Canucks, right? Works with their kids or something like that. Uh, 
Um, yeah, let's go with some more undrafted players. Chris Tanner, that's a good one. Oh yeah, that is he a good also, one. He came on board during that 2011 Cup run year. Yeah, he played Game Seven in the Cup Finals. I think he was talking about it on uh, Hockey Night in Canada a couple weeks ago when he was the guest. That's insane. That's um, that's some real good scouting. That was Greg D. Adams. I believe that's the lesser of the two Greg Adams the Canucks had. He was undrafted. Jeff Courtney was undrafted. Okay. You know about Jeff? He's on their cup run. Good player. Damn straight. Damn straight. More modern guy, Troy Stetcher, another BC guy. That's yeah, all. Totally. Uh, hey, I wouldn't be if they get a, they don't get Tanev, but they get, I wouldn't mind them adding Stetcher as just a depth defenseman. Isn't he like a one year? Uh, I think he went back to Arizona. He played there last year and they moved him to Calgary or something at the deadline. And I think he's back to Arizona this year in like a one-year deal. Big yeah, Stetcher back. He's a fine depth player. Damn straight. Or what about Ryan Stanton, another undrafted guy? Bring him back. Ryan Stanton? Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. I like Ryan Hutton? Stanton. Where's Hutton at? Is he, in... Hutton, uh, he won a cup in Vegas last year. Yeah. Is he I think he's still, still in Vegas. I think so. What about adding him at the deadline? Is that good for morale? I think he plays for Vegas. They probably don't want to move. They're probably not moving pieces. Yeah. <laughs> who else you got for undrafted people got rick rippon that's oh yeah one. that's a heck of a yeah. great character guy yeah r.i.p r.i.p rip uh who else jay a lot of these guys aren't um weren't undrafted and signed by the canucks on this list here i was gonna say like russ or uh, not russ jeff courtnell he, he didn't start with the canucks they, they didn't sign him out of college no no he came from st louis i believe but um, yeah, you got some good names in there. Cannon for us <laughs> stand out pretty good. You got uh, Rip Rippin. Yeah, Stan. Rip. I guess Stan. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, anyone else who stands out in your mind? Um, not for the Canucks. What I think of all time undrafted players. You know, what I think of Martin Saint Louis. Martin Saint Louis. Yeah. Who Alex Burrows? Right, Burrows, assistant coach, Saint Louis head yeah, coach. Yeah, he is. Yep. Yeah, that's good stuff. Love Martin St. Louis. Love that guy. Anything else you wanted to go over, Big Dog? We got six minutes left on the uh, Zoom meeting. Um, well, I thought there was going to be a couple more notable undrafted players that I just didn't think of. Yeah, me too. No one. Uh, maybe maybe we got some future ones. Akito Hirose. Yeah. Hirose think, and Baines. Yeah. Hirose and Baines. Actually, I think Hirose's only played like 10 games or something this year. I think he's been hurt the entire year. Brogan Rafferty. Remember Brogan Rafferty? Yeah, that's all I got. What are the Canucks? Canucks play Bruins Saturday in Vancouver, right? Don't they play the Kings or the Coyotes right after that, I think? Mm-hmm. And they play the Knights and the Kings. They play the Knights and the Kings like twice each for the next like, week or two, I think. Yeah, those are going to be some big games. My fed- yeah. If the Canucks stand pat at the deadline, would you be fine? They make zero yeah. moves? Yeah. You would be fine? Yeah. I, I'm almost 100% certain they're not going to make zero moves. No, I'm sure they'll do something, especially with the guys they got in there. Rutherford now being allowed to make moves, but I, I mean, if they didn't, whatever. They got a good team. They've been tops in the leagues for a lot of the year. They bring in Castle. They're good. You love the Castle, right? I really do. It's a dream come true. Usually, Canucks aren't aren't in on these guys because they're bad and they're not signing anyone. Just staying pat, trading away whoever, and uh, yeah, the upgrade get Castle. Find Castle, please. He used to be the man. Yeah, can't hurt you. Yeah, good. Hopefully, hopefully we win the Stanley Cup. Yeah, I don't know about that one. Yeah, the West is so good this year. I, yeah, I don't think they're up this year. Hey, 
see how they got. Well, no, I think they got to get some playoff experience first. They could, they could go on a crazy run, but I'm not holding it. I think move is have a deep playoff run, try and recover as many people as you can next year and call up some guys from the AHL to fill some holes and then go for another shot next year. And has that. Yeah. You can't, you can't beat experience. I would be pretty disappointed if they lost in round one though. I'm expecting like, if they go in, I'm a hundred percent expecting at least going to round two against like Vegas or Edmonton or something. Yeah, oh, for sure. They gotta, if they don't make it to round two, I'll be heavily disappointed. Yeah, they got to get some playoff experience. I think, take it. I think round two yeah. is sweet. They, the only time they've ever made it past round two is to go to the cup final. That's yeah, the, they've never lost two. in the conference. Never lost in the conference finals. Crazy how little they made it to the conference finals then, eh? Only three times then? That's got to be one of the worst franchises. In sports. <laughs> <laughs> what is it, 52, 53 years now? It's, yeah. You've been past the second round three times. That's insane. They've had... Well, actually, they haven't had that many great teams, but they, they have no. The Nads and Bacuzzi Morrison team, they should have made it past the round there. They should have yeah, made that, it past the. Uh, that's cr- with the Sedins. Cr- yeah, they only made it there once. That's crazy. Yeah, that's um, that's insane, crazy. And they only made it past once with Beret and Linden. And then I guess the. Yeah, they haven't. Uh, tough franchise, tough franchise. They, yeah, they haven't had a sure. lot of good teams. They have not had a lot of stretches of good hockey. No, historically, they're. Is terrible. Even in the eighties, I don't know. I wasn't around in the eighties. I know they had a couple guys at Tony Canty was putting points, and they went on a bit of a run there. But in the seventies, I think they were supposed to be bad. In the eighties, they were mostly bad. In the nineties, they were mostly bad in the nineties too. Well, in the nineties, in like the early nineties, they were supposed to, be yeah, stuff. And then that cup run, like I know, I think it was ninety two or ninety three, they were supposed to have a good. uh a good run and then 94 they ended up making it and then they were supposed to be good like they got messier and all those late they were, 90s <laughs> yeah. they were they were trying and then the guys it was a couple dark years and then naslin came along and was supposed to be good no way and then it was dark for a bit steams come along it's good it was really good for two seasons three seasons four seasons four seasons yeah. it was good and then it's been dark for a yeah, it's been a rough stretch decade. that's gonna be one of the rougher stretch eh? that decade after yeah the jim benning era I don't know. Yeah, we should. Right. We'll have to debate it one day with the darker spectrums. I know when they had Messier, fans were pretty angry at that point. Yeah, it's hard to say. I was none of us were. We weren't around then, you know. Yeah, it's hard to say. But it's pretty bleak. I remember some of those Willie Desjardins teams after they made the playoffs and lost to Calgary that one year in 2014. Those were. I think that was some of the. I remember when Michael Chaput and Jason Magno were playing in their top six for like half the season. Yeah, Ronald Cannons was their top prospect. Yeah, he yeah he was on that uh, playoff team. I liked Ronald's cannons. Yeah, that was I rough. Really. Lucas Pisa, Lyndon Vay, they kept trading all their second round picks for failed prospects like Vay, Berchi, and ugh. Yeah, that was I mean, rough. Say what you want about Benning's uh, JT Miller trade was a masterclass. Yeah, well, at the time people were saying they overpaid. What the hell are they doing? Because Tampa was <laughs> Tampa needed to trade someone. I think people thought it was going to be like Kalorn or something or Palat, but they traded Miller, and people were shocked Canucks get up a first rounder for him just because Tampa was in such a crunch. But yeah, it definitely worked out. Well, big dog, we're out of time. See you next week. Yeah, see you next week. Uh, Yeah. Go Canucks go. Go Canucks go. Thank you for tuning in to this week's episode of the Banderson Canucks podcast. If you enjoyed it, please leave a five-star review on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. And please tune in again next week, either Friday, Saturday, or Sunday for the next installment of the podcast. Thanks again for listening. Have a good week.